0: We're all gonna die. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't say all that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we will eventually, yeah, but let's hope it's not soon. (laughs) By the way, I already had my tea. It's been consumed. Wow. I finished it already.
0: I have this full cup of water.
1: Oh, wow stay hydrated and
0: i have this folded laundry right there because i don't have room in my t-shirt drawer for all of my t-shirts apparently
1: so. well good thing this is an audio format only they would have never yeah. known unless you said something which y'all doing?
0: don't y'all don't need to see what i got going on
1: what do you have going on do you have any check-ins
0: um not really What did I do this weekend? I literally don't know. (laughs) Today, my boss was like, how was your weekend? I was like, oh.
1: (laughs) Weren't you with your parents? Probably. Yes.
0: (laughs) I I usually go over there every weekend, but I just don't remember. Oh, we went shopping. My mom and I went shopping because I'm going to DC at the end of the month. And I was like, I should get nice clothes. (laughs)
1: oh i'm excited to see these fits
0: i just got one sweater oh okay (laughs) and some jeans oh Mm -hmm. nice clothes yeah (laughs) i mean it's a it's a nice sweater
1: (laughs) okay where'd you get it from
0: uh marshall's
1: love marshall's
0: and i got some bras because i haven't really worn a bra since 2019 (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, wait, I'm meeting strangers. I should put on a bra for that. (laughs) I guess so. What are your (laughs) check-ins?
1: I don't really have any either. I went to Debbie's this weekend. Well, for part of the weekend.
0: How are the chickens? The little chickadees?
1: (laughs) The Chickens are good. One of them got murdered by a fox. (gasps) What? Well, she doesn't know for sure, but like one morning. Okay, so what happened was Fred, one of the roosters, he was like ousted by the flock for some reason. So literally, like <laughs> they did not allow him to get close to them. So they wouldn't even let him into the coop. Oh So my he, was, God. he was sleeping like in bushes and under the deck at night because they wouldn't <laughs> let him in. And one morning, my mom came out and saw white feathers strewn across the lawn oh. and concludes that it was probably a fox. So Fred got ousted and he died because of it.
0: Why did they... Kick them out.
1: Well, mom says, and I agree because I've seen it sometimes. So you know how like chickens, they're kind of rapists. Um, Oh, are they? (laughs) Yeah, they like, they're very aggressively- sexual with their hens so they like mount them they'll jump on top of them and chase them
0: chickens do that
1: yeah they'll they'll chase them jump on top of them like mount them and then crush them for like 60 seconds and then they hop off like that's their sex (gasps) basically so fred was was very aggressive with it and felix who's like the head head rooster i don't think he liked that so then he's like Mm. out with you you've been ousted
0: wow this is some drama yeah it
1: was dramatic but (laughs) Other than that, all's good on the homestead, I suppose.
0: (laughs) Wait, I'm honestly shook that the chickens could literally have their own reality TV show and like
1: No, don't say that (laughs) because mom's gonna start pitching it somewhere.
0: Debbie, if you're listening, you need to start a YouTube channel. No, oh wait, I would watch that. Right? Like narrate what's going on with the chickens. Oh,
1: can you imagine her sitting in front of a mic, like one glass of wine down? I was just gonna say, like
0: maybe a glass and a half. (laughs) That Jeff's would be really kiss. good,
1: actually. Let me talk to her about this. Uh, Debs, soon. we would one
0: hundred percent promote that. <laughs> we would,
1: uh, but I guess that's that's my check-in. I always said that's my chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need to call the title that the episode. That's my chicken i was gonna
1: call it chickens are kind of rapists like after i said that i was like oh that's an interesting title that would lure people in you know
0: what other animals are kind of rapists um dolphins really they will literally rape humans they dolphins have humans i'm wish i was kidding but it's like actually been recorded that some dolphins have sexually assaulted humans oh
1: that's a little concerning i might have to google that after this yeah for research purposes
0: right right right. (laughs) you said that real quick (laughs) but they're the only mammals that actually have sex for pleasure and humans humans and dolphins yeah so they just you know they have frat boy tendencies
1: wow not frat boy tendencies (laughs) (laughs) okay wow um should we jump into the (laughs) the
0: yeah okay
1: so starting out here i got a couple stories about some couple of trials going on mm-hmm. uh, i know i talked about them before i'm going to keep talking about them until they conclude probably so the Ahmad arbery and kyle rittenhouse trials continue now it's interesting actually now i think about it because the Ahmad arbery trial it's being called that because he's the victim but the kyle rittenhouse trial he's the perpetrator but that's what we're calling the trial
0: right that's interesting, interesting.
1: yeah anyway so for the Ahmad arbery trial uh, the defense for his killers made some very malicious and odd comments the other day in court because he noticed after, after Session had let out, he noticed that uh, the famous Reverend Al Sharpton had been sitting with, with mm. Ahmaud Aubrey's family and he had an issue with that. Now, again, it's important that he didn't notice him until after Session right. was over because, so this is what he said, he took an issue with it. He said, the idea that we're going to be serially bringing these people in to sit with the victim's family one after another. Obviously, there's only so many pastors. If their pastor is Al Sharpner right now, that's fine, but then that's it. And he said, we don't want any more Black pastors coming in here or other Jesse Jacksons, whoever was in here earlier this week sitting with the victim's family trying to influence the jury in this case. And that, wait, the worst part, he said, If a bunch of folks came in here dressed like Colonel Sanders with white masks sitting in the back, I mean, that would be, and then the judge cut him off at that point.
0: Why Um, did the judge let it go that far?
1: I don't know. I should name this man, by the way. Does the article name this man? Because I need to make sure that his idiocy is, uh... oh yeah, Kevin Gao. Kevin Gao, this idiot. That's what he said. Don't
0: hire Kevin Gao, defense attorney. Disgusting.
1: Yeah, I mean- well, we, we don't know what happened, but I actually have faith in this trial that Ahmaud Arbery and his family would justice because the, it seems so cut and dry. As right. for the next I'm trial, I'm wondering
0: what is their defense?
1: I, I don't even know. Like, what do they what even
0: are, have one? What, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what are they even saying? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the next trial, I'm not so sure. So, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, I am fearful. Uh, The jury is actually in deliberation. Well, not as we speak, but they will continue deliberation tomorrow. So we'll probably get a verdict on this within a day or so. And just as a reminder for those who don't know, during the large amount of protests, peaceful peaceful protests last summer in the wake of George Floyd's murder, uh, there was one in the Kenosha, Wisconsin area, and Kyle Rittenhouse, who at the time was 17, decided to roll up with a rifle and quote unquote support the police and he killed two unarmed peaceful protesters so anyway and, that's
0: and he claims that he did so in defense of businesses that never asked him to do so
1: yeah and he also claims that the second person he shot he this, their whole defense is that it was self-defense because the second victim um and excuse me i don't remember the name off the, to- off, off the top of my head but he hit kyle on the back with a skateboard trying to protect the person he was already attacking so i think that's probably the self-defense and kyle shooting that man is just murder um but anyway <laughs> so the defense kyle's defense this week they were trying to paint one of the victims anthony huber as not a protester a rioter They were. They literally presented a slide to the jury, and some of the bullet points on the slide were: he pointed a middle finger at the police,
0: he hit Rittenhouse two (laughs) times
1: with skateboard, he attempted to disarm Rittenhouse. Gee, what a thought! Attempts to disarm the man who's about to kill him, and did kill the
0: teenager that's illegally possessing an assault rifle.
1: Yeah. And also, I do have to note this, because this is interesting, speaking of the Ahmad Arbery trial, I talked about this either last week or the week before, where the father of one of the, the murderers in that case said that he would have been happy to shoot Ahmad Arbery had his son not. And it's interesting, because the defense in the Kyle Rittenhouse case said, I'm glad he shot him, because if, if Rosenbaum had got that gun, I don't for a minute believe he would have used it against somebody else. He was irrational and crazy. What is with the defense in these cases saying they'd be happy to shoot like the, oh my God, like beyond mm-hmm. political and party lines about that, just like the lack of respect for the dead.
0: For human life though, mind. like in general, yeah. like why are we just killing people? Like it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, so I hope murder
0: should never be your go-to defense, like self- exactly. in, in a self-defense situation. Exactly.
1: Also this motherfucker cowart and house he also made a big show of bursting into tears in court last week oh my god <laughs> it was very hard to watch but also kind of entertaining hard not
0: to laugh this
1: punk ass
0: there was literally like not a single physical tear not a single he tear
1: just... <laughs> his face the way it moved it looked like his whole face was chewing a lot of gum it just was pathetic so i hope he rots in prison so we'll see what happens jury please come through there's also only one person of color on this jury by the way
0: Interesting.
1: And the judge, as we know from the Instagram video you showed me earlier, has been acting very strange. The judge
0: literally thinks that he's Kyle Rittenhouse's defense attorney at this point.
1: Yeah. So that's why I said I have little faith in that trial, but I'm crossing my fingers still.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Part of me thinks that like it could go that they will convict him because I feel like a lot of people in Kenosha are just like hurt by the damage that this has done to their community. And I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of people in Kenosha actually don't like what he did because he's literally like an outsider. Like someone came from out of state and like killed two people in our state and are now like kind of flipping the story. Like they flip, he flipped the story in a way that just makes their community look worse. And so I feel like they're just, I would hope that like that's from what I know about people that live in the area. That's just what I'm thinking. Like fingers crossed, but it's very hard to tell because Wisconsin is very weird. Yeah, we'll have to see.
1: Uh the next bit of criminal slash court news that I have, a little update on our pal. Just kidding. Not our pal at all, Steve Bannon. I reported. Why do I keep saying that? I reported. Like I'm the one that wrote. Yeah, these like you're a reporter.
0: <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I mentioned a couple weeks this- <laughs> ago. <laughs> News coming to you firsthand <laughs> Brian
1: <laughs> Delusions of grandeur um, <laughs> I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that he had been held uh, in contempt by Congress in the January 6 subpoenas, but he has now turned himself over to the FBI on these charges. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think he's going to be in their hands for that long given all the politics and money involved i'm sure trump will get him out real quick or pay his bail or some shit mm-hmm. but
0: no. he's so ugly he's so ugly i'm looking at the video right now
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're always ugly you know the white supremacists and literally
0: so ugly fascists
1: yeah um my next story just an update on World and the fallout from that the death toll has risen to 10 and we now have a new youngest victim who's nine years old, died in the hospital from their injuries.
0: That's awful.
1: Just sad. Yeah. I also saw something or someone mentioned it. I forget how like new Travis Scott sneakers are going for like over a thousand bucks. And I'm just like, again, it's reminding me this man has so much fucking money and didn't even really put out a meaningful apology at all and thinks that yeah. just covering the funerals will just wipe everything clean and
0: did you hear about the like brand deal that he's doing with the better help website no people that were at the concert can get like a free subscription to better help and everybody's like i swear to god if Travis scott is making any money no i don't know if he's making money off of this well even just that act but like what mm -mm. yeah like why isn't why is better help not a like removing themselves from travis scott and just saying hey we'll provide you guys with this service instead of being like hey in partnership with travis scott like we have this opportunity for you like even if he's not making money it's still weird
1: it sounds like an Onion article i don't like that at all (laughs) uh don't like that at all and i also don't like inflation nope leading me into our last news story so there was a story about inflation in npr a couple days ago and inflation is rising, and it's not good. It's actually the highest rate it's been in three decades. Oh Overall God. inflation's at 6.2%. Grocery price prices in October rose 5.4% than last year. Chicken, which is traditionally the cheapest meat, is up a good amount of percentage points. Jeez. Everything, like, here's the thing. We had the early supply chain issues like late last year and into early this year, and they were mostly like electronics. But now- almost every industry is facing supply chain issues. And I know it's not like any one person's fault, but yeah. the fact that nothing's being done to counterbalance this inflation, like we know that wages are stagnant. We know that rents are raising. The cost of living is rising. It's just frustrating. And I, I, I'm i lucky enough that I don't quite feel it, but mm-hmm. it's clear that it's affecting a lot of people. And oh yeah, it's annoying. It seems like the only thing that the White House cares about right now is the infrastructure bill, but like it's been passed. So yeah. move on. That took <laughs> you long enough.
0: <sighs> it's
1: frustrating.
0: Very, very no, I feel you. Yeah. So that's the end of the news. We're all gonna die. Oh shit. Okay, let's say all
1: that. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I mean, we will eventually, yeah, but let's hope it's not soon. <laughs>
0: him okay (laughs) now that we're all depressed let's talk about Adele
1: (laughs) depression album incoming
0: yeah honestly but recently Adele had a television special one night only and um billboard reported which by the way, this is not, you're going to hear a lot about billboard. I get like 99.9% of my music news from them. So I'm sorry, not sorry. Um, But they reported that her exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good. I mean, but it's like, what other like music industry specific news outlets are there? Like really? Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know? Okay. Mm -hmm. So Adele had her uh, one night only special on TV, got huge viewership and beat everything on primetime television as far as views except for <laughs> the national football league uh, i know it's crazy that dude bros are not watching adele but <laughs> i'll tell you what my dad was watching adele so
1: oh that's sweet i saw that video of lizzo in the front row getting her life i actually <laughs> i think it was a tiktok and lizzo commented on that tiktok and she's like i had such a good time
0: <laughs> lizzo is, lizzo's had a great year
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> really happy for her. Um, okay. The next thing I want to talk about that I j- literally just found out about for some reason. Harry Styles is launching a beauty brand called Pleasing.
1: We'll
0: they should get to call it this is gonna
1: sell out in two minutes.
0: <laughs> Wait, we'll get to the best part in just a <laughs> second. Um, so he's launching it with like a set of nail colors, a like silk skin serum and an eye lip pen, which is called The Pleasing Stick. (laughs)
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I wanted to read this quote from him about like why he decided to launch with nail colors. And he said, it's starting with nail polish because that was kind of the birth of what it was for me. Me seeing a color on a flower or a wallpaper or something and thinking, oh, I want to put that on my nails. It was such a fun little project, but during the pandemic, and why did he say it like that anyway and when we eventually named it pleasing it felt like it was so much more than nail polish so congrats harry styles i love you i will not be buying any of these things but
1: <laughs> i just love how he calls it you. a fun little project you're gonna make millions off of this fun right he's like, project.
0: It's like a fun little project
1: yeah, no. <laughs> i mean good for him
0: yeah yeah coin.
1: he hasn't been problematic yet no stays that way
0: okay next I want to talk about the Grammys um (laughs) oh I (laughs) was like
1: for a split second I was like wait did they happen I think I would have heard about it no no no
0: no (laughs) no <laughs> um, lucky for me, the Grammys always happened around my birthday, so I'll never forget. Oh. <laughs> um, but nominations are coming out on November 23rd, and Billboard is predicting that the two songs that are going to be like the biggest ones in the Record of the Year category are going to be "Driver's License" by Olivia Rodrigo oh. and "Leave the Door Open" by Silk Sonic. And so it really got me thinking, like, what other songs would be in that category? Honestly. If anything, I feel like Good For You has a better chance at winning maybe Song of the Year. And for those of you that don't know, I'm going to make an easy comparison for you. Record of the Year is probably like the... um,
1: um, Isn't that more like how it sounds and Song is more like what it is?
0: I'm going to compare it to the Oscars. So um, what is the... Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting it? Mm. So I would say Song of the Year is like the best director. And then record of the year is like the uh, best film. What is the category? Best picture? Best picture.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yes. Which is why record of the year is always last. Cause that's like the big one.
1: I thought album of the year is always last. Wouldn't that be best okay.
0: picture? Mm, no. Well, okay. I guess it's like equivalent, but if you're song of the year and record of the year, like kind of sound similar. So I'm just making like a, a comparison so like song of the year specifically is awarded to like the artist's performance whereas record of the year is kind of like the project as a whole so like the production the writing the, the performance of the artist that kind of thing
1: okay I actually don't think it'll be good for you because of the whole like it sounds like misery business thing oh so driver's license makes more sense Uh, I don't really know because I feel like most of the music I listen to will never be in the (laughs) top categories. I would love like in a, in a perfect world. And especially since it's like one of the more poppy things she's ever done, I would bet money that good ones by Charlie XCX is my top song on Spotify for Spotify rap this year. And (laughs) I think that's a great song. And like I said, it's more it's way more poppy. She has like a new era where I think she's going to be trying to be, be more mainstream. And that came out within the eligibility period. So that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't think okay. it's going to happen, sadly.
0: Sad. Well, I ca- I'll i tell you this. I can't wait for the episode that we do right after Spotify wrapped.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> we have less than a month.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be the end of the week after Thanksgiving, right?
0: It's always on December 1st
1: yeah that's the end okay it's, like mid, it's soon it's like a little <laughs> it's while i'm weeks. in
0: dc <gasps>
1: big moment yeah we'll definitely yeah.
0: talk about it <laughs> okay can't wait okay yeah. let's talk about taylor swift's um red taylor's version so okay and sorry um an evening with silk sonic these two albums dropped on friday and made for as i said an explosive new music friday <laughs>
1: oh mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> reported it's here first. like
0: like here's the thing i would say that the audiences are not the same so it's like two giant projects for like two very different groups of people but equally as exciting i'm definitely a silk sonic person but i'm also very happy for taylor swift so um a little bit of a rundown Obviously, Silk Sonic, if you haven't heard me talk about it already, is Bruno Mars and Anderson Park's collaboration project. And they launched, they had like a launch party with Spotify, which I swear to God, if I don't, if I live my life and I don't get invited to a Spotify party at one point in my lifetime, Uh, I will have failed.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't think that's what that means, but (laughs) sure. Like
0: first the Halloween party, now this, like I I, want to be somewhere um so this launch party looked lit and if you don't know what I'm talking about go on their Instagram they just posted like a little video of everything that went down it was like 70s themed they had like the roller girls there with like the roller skates the flared pants the vibes it was great and in the video I was like trying to figure out if I could identify all the like celebrities that they quickly showed and it was like Janelle Monet, Charlie Puth, Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion which if you don't know who Ricky Thompson is. Oh I know. Okay fine
1: star Ricky Thompson <laughs> still relevant still funny.
0: Love Ricky Thompson um, and then I th- want to say that Tessa Thompson was there she sounds so random compared to everybody else, but I swear it was her. And then I really think Olivia Rodrigo was in the video for like two seconds, but I'm not sure it was very fast. So I tried my best, but the first one, two, three, four people I listed were definitely there.
1: <laughs> okay. She did a research.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And then Taylor on SNL, something that was just a little interesting was she obviously like debuted a 10-minute version of her song, All Too Well, that also included a short film featuring Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, But she also sang the 10-minute version on SNL this weekend, and that's the first time she's ever sang that song live. And so good for her.
1: I know. My boyfriend has been obsessed with Oh, He's a Swifty?
0: He's a Swifty?
1: uh i've never heard him proclaim that but he seems to be very into these re-releases like he was talking about mm-hmm. fearless too so taylor's version did, yeah sure that too yeah maybe no, that's is. what it's called <laughs> oh okay fearless yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor's. wait version. i do think it's funny isn't all too well it's like all too well in parentheses 10 minute version in parentheses taylor's version in parentheses uh something there's one other maybe thing that's it i don't there's know there's like three parentheses anyway
0: <laughs> yeah i actually i don't like taylor swift's music i used to like i w- i probably should listen to the new version of fearless i just don't really vibe with her anymore like as i've gotten older but i will always defend her talent i will defend her as a person i will defend her as a woman who hmm? did you hear that <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your throat say, "Yeah, Taylor."
0: Delete that. <laughs> but um, I think she's really talented, probably one of the best songwriters of our time. But I just, I just don't really voluntarily listen to her music. But I'm happy that this is as big as it has been, honestly. Especially because this album is about Jake Gyllenhaal. We'll talk about that in the next section, in my next section, not yours. Okay. <laughs> okay that's all i have for music okay
1: uh speaking of jake gyllenhaal he oh. was oh <laughs> the villain in spider-man far from home and we just got a trailer a new trailer to the we sequel got to that a film trailer
0: right we before we recorded got
1: yeah we did and we actually pushed our, rec- our normal recording time so that we could watch this and not miss it uh so we both watched it literally right before we recorded and we have some thoughts so we're going to talk about it okay first of all i think i feel bad i kind of spoiled it for nick a couple weeks ago when i was texting about it i think most people know about the toby and andrew thing
0: wait he had no clue
1: he didn't know he was like like, oh thanks for spoiling it for me how how?
0: he doesn't go on the internet nick come on
1: (laughs) he's not a marvel nerd like us He's a willing like passenger, but he's not, super I guess enjoyed. I
0: have to acknowledge that like the internet has become so like user specific now with like algorithms getting smarter that like the stuff that I read is tailored to me. So I can't assume that everybody reads the same stuff.
1: See, I wasn't thinking about that. So I kind of spoiled it for him. But anyway, I think most people know, and I'm really, really glad they did not show any of that in this trailer because even though we know, I still think that moment, like, you know, there's going to be a shot when they come in and people are going to lose their minds. And I think it's going to be exciting. I keep thinking, imagine, imagine if they were able to keep that under wraps and you experience that i'm honestly kind of mad
0: about like the amount of leaks that we've gotten like yeah like some of those pictures it's just like oh come on we didn't really need that like we we all kind of already knew he didn't need to do all that now
1: yeah that being said i'm still excited i think this trailer was dope i i think my favorite part well my favorite part in general was that shot towards the end of electro salmon and lizard like coming at him on this was it the statue of liberty that made me scream. Uh, yeah. That was cool. And also there was another quick shot of Electro and you know what his like classic mask looks like? It's like this crazy, like literally lightning bolts coming out of his mask <laughs> thing. And the fact that they, they did a call out to that or the energy <laughs> around his face mimicked that for like a shot or two. And I thought that was really clever and cool. Wow. Um, yeah, it looks exciting. And now the big question is, they're obviously doing the Sinister Six. Who is the sixth member? They have not revealed. We got, we got Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Sandman, Lizard, Electro. There's one more. Well,
0: is like available?
1: There's two <laughs> options. It could be Mysterio, because oh, Mysterio, okay. like he, he quote unquote died in Far From Home. But I think since he's the master of illusion, they could easily be like, he's not dead, and he's the one that started this mess. He's the one that leaked Peter's identity at the end of Far From Home. Yeah, that's true. So it could be him or because of the end credit scene to venom Two, it could be venom
0: oh my god
1: that i don't know if they would do that (laughs) because they're trying to paint him as like an anti-hero but that would be cool if they kept that under wraps but i don't think it could be anyone else because they've they're literally pulling all the villains they have from the past films like they don't have any left except for (laughs) like Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man 2. He had like a cameo, but he's not big enough. They're not gonna do that.
0: Mm, yeah, no. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm I've been seeing all the um Marvel movies on my own, but this one I'm like, okay, I need to recruit someone to actually go with me because I, wish I could be there with I don't want to see this movie by myself.
1: I'm sorry. I wish I could be there with you. We're gonna be there for Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, that's that'll be a good one. But I'm just yeah. like like I I'll go by myself if I have to. But the thing is, I need to be picky about who I go with because the person can't be asking me all kinds of questions. I refuse.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, did you have any additional thoughts about the trailer?
0: Um, it was just absolutely thrilling, and also, <laughs> okay, wait—the shot of MJ falling and then Peter and their hands like this—I was like, "Yes, oh my god!" But also Don't the let shot of be her- Gwen stays. <laughs>
1: The shot of her falling was like, yeah, I was like, welcome to the club of shots of Peter's girlfriends MJ falling. falling. Because it happens all the time. Um, yeah.
0: Don't get into a relationship with Peter Parker because you will inevitably just fall. Fall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and maybe break your neck. Um,
1: yeah, he might touch
0: you. He might not.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Speaking of marvel properties and disney as a whole disney plus day was this past friday and i think the objective of it was they were celebrating two years of disney plus and they were supposed to announce a bunch of shit and announce a bunch of shit they did however i think this event was generally underwhelming they got all of their announcements out in one long twitter thread which i thought was oh an God. odd way of it doing was it so
0: ran yeah like what
1: just Twitter, thing. like they didn't do a live stream or or anything like that. Yeah. And all the announcements, like they were done by around lunchtime. So it was only mm-hmm. really a couple hours. And my biggest disappointment, they had jack shit for Star Wars. They announced this like behind the scenes Boba Fett thing. And then yeah. they did a behind the scenes sizzle reel for the upcoming Obi-Wan show. But I no wanted footage. a
0: trailer. Yeah,
1: no footage <laughs> no release date like yeah i guess it's cool that we know there's going to be a rematch between him and vader but nothing i was so disappointed on the star wars front and i feel like moderately fed on the marvel front but that Mm -hmm. was kind of underwhelming too it felt
0: like they were just reaffirming like stuff that they've already said that they're doing some of the logos were updated some of them weren't and it was just like okay
1: Like literally, the secret invasion logo is the same. They just changed. It's the the same.
0: And if anything, if you're (laughs) gonna do that, like give us a release date. Give us a release month.
1: Yeah, I'm not asking
0: for too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of felt like they. I don't. I'm just trying to understand their pattern of thought because they really didn't give any release dates. Really, Uh, most of their substantial announcements were for other properties, like Disney properties. But I don't think. I think, except for a few projects that are coming really soon, they didn't actually pin a date on like anything. They were like, mm. oh, 2022, fall, blah, blah, blah. Um, Disenchanted, we already knew that was coming. Hocus Pocus 2, right. we already knew that was coming. We got like one image. It just felt like they hyped it up so much and it really wasn't all that. So that's why yeah, I was a little disappointed.
0: Super lame.
1: I mean, they don't owe us anything, but I just felt mm, like if you're going to We hype give it them up, money. We <laughs> give true. them
0: money on a monthly basis. <laughs> Yeah. They owe us everything.
1: I I would like to think so, but we're not actually <laughs> stakeholders, so <laughs> um, we should be though at this point. Their stock is kind of expensive, but anyway. Um, Damn. Uh, speaking of Disney and Marvel,
0: wow. We got some
1: story now. I heard rumblings about this, but this is official because this is a Hollywood Reporter article. Oh. Doctor Strange Two is undergoing reshoots right now, and it's actually kind of a big deal because. It's a substantial reshoot period. They're reshooting for six weeks, six days a week.
0: Interesting. Now I have a question. I have an Mm -hmm. industry question. Yes. When some films do reshoots, especially like action films, like we've seen Mm -hmm. DC movies do reshoots and all that, blah, blah, blah. Is that like, what, what would spark the need for a reshoot? Okay.
1: So it's kind of coded. So they'll, they'll either come out and say it's straight up issue or they'll say quote unquote additional photography. <laughs> now <Sorry. laughs> in the traditional sense, additional photography is quite literally like maybe they need to shoot like an environment or something. I know, especially before visual effects were more of a thing, they would do additional photography for like, if the weather wasn't right for mm-hmm. a scene um, on the day they were supposed to film it or something like that. But I don't know, it doesn't necessarily spell trouble. Like for instance, Rogue One had a shit ton of reshoots. Like if you go back and watch the first trailer for Rogue One, there's plenty of shots that are not in the final film. And Rogue One, I think turned out pretty great. Uh, Oh yeah, it's not bad. And honestly, I've heard that they're doing it literally to put more cameos in it, Mm. like more cool stuff. Because I think the hype train, again, I know the hype train ruins things sometimes, but I think the hype train... Was rolling and the producers was like, wait, do we not have enough like multiverse stuff to satisfy the fans? So I think they're adding some of that stuff in. And I think they're also adding more Wanda content because WandaVision went over so well.
0: Okay, that makes
1: sense. So, and now they have this extra time because of the delay. So, not necessarily a bad thing, but worth noting because that is a pretty substantial reshoot. Like some films, entire films shoot in less time than what their reshoots are. So, oh. Yeah, some films, most films that don't, aren't like CGI heavy, like non-blockbusters, they'll shoot in like 30 days or less. Oh, well, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's my entertainment news.
0: <laughs> wow. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, y'all. Time for pop culture. Ah. <laughs> also, I just want to say, mm-hmm. last night my friend Kendall and I went to a trivia that we didn't know was happening. But Oh, really? Well, we went to a brewery and then, like, while we were spilling tea, the guy came up to us and was like, Do you guys want to play trivia? And we were like, Uh, well, I was like, Uh, but Kendall was like, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they love trivia. So I was like, Okay, we're going to do this. And I was like, Ken, like, I don't know anything. And she was like, That's okay. (laughs) We're going to do it. And we got third place. Ah, yeah, very proud. And we got a gift card. But one of the questions, um, was like, what was the biggest song of last year with X amount of streams worldwide, blah, blah, blah. Oh. I knew the answer instantly. Really? And nobody else knew it. Everybody <gasps> was putting random answers on their sheet. The team uh, that we graded, they put WAP. I was like, y'all are dumb as uh, fuck. It was obviously <laughs> blending Lights by the Weekend. And oh. that was like the only thing that I said with confidence. And it was right. Mm. <laughs> I wow. love the animated sounds you've been adding. Uh, oh. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm, I was mm-hmm. kind of waiting this this whole time. I thought you were going to tie this back to Britney to open up the segment. Sorry. So I've been just kind of waiting. Wait,
0: Britney was a question on the trivia though. Do uh, mm-hmm.
1: you remember the question?
0: It was like which pop star or it was like which 2000s pop star just ended her 13 year conservatorship. Oh, are you serious? It's <laughs> a gimme. A gimme, gimme more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, as y'all probably heard, um, on November twelfth was it? I think so. Yeah, a judge terminated Britney Spears' conservatorship, giving the pop star control over her life. Finally, this is what we have been waiting for. Hashtag free Britney. No, they change it. It's
1: hashtag freed Britney. Freed
0: Britney. Well, yeah.
1: Sorry, I need to step
0: Now, No, you're good. Now. I have to say, Lindsay Lohan is acting again. Paris Hilton just got married and Britney is finally Aww. free of her conservatorship. Let's leave these girls alone. Like yeah. let them live. Don't, don't ruin shit. Because that's that's how we got here in the first place. Mm-hmm. People Been ruining shit. Yeah, yep. don't ruin shit. Just leave them alone. Yeah. Let them live. So I'm very happy for Brittany. Um you know, I think a lot of a lot of this has has been um has stemmed from, I think, like the hype over like the fans. You know, I think we've really kept the conversation going. I mean, I'm not we, the two of us, but we as a society,
1: yes <laughs> the culture,
0: <laughs> yeah, the culture. So, um, it's a good day. But now I also want to just put on everybody's minds that there are plenty of, like, people that are like regular people that are in like damaging and abusive conservatorships like this isn't just something unique to britney this happens to a lot of people a lot of disabled people and it's not safe for them so society let's let's work on being better period
1: didn't someone some legislator made a comment about that actually where they were like okay this is just the first step i don't remember who it was but i read that somewhere sorry
0: (laughs) Also, isn't Amanda Bynes also in a conservatorship?
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I hope she's doing okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Last I heard, she was setting fires in people's driveways. <laughs> this was like years ago. Years ago. <laughs> okay. I haven't heard anything from her in a while.
0: Yeah. Personally,
1: I, t- I haven't spoken to her in years.
0: <laughs> I haven't, she hasn't picked up any of my calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs>
1: just move on just move on
0: okay uh, okay the next thing i want to talk about is actually funny so kendall jenner zach you need to click on this link so you can see what oh I'm i've seen out. the
1: picture oh you've
0: seen it okay it, it is so, absurd
1: use the perfect word for
0: it <laughs> so our gal kendall jenner let me see whose wedding this was lauren perez who is that
1: i don't fucking know hold on let me look rich person. What she
0: do? Oh, here's her Instagram. Okay. She, I don't know if she does anything. Um, <laughs> <She's> friend, <rich. laughs> Lauren Perez, she attended her wedding with Haley Bieber and Bella Hadid and she was wearing this, as I wrote, absurd dress. And people are like, literally, why would you wear that to someone else's wedding? It's basically like a long black dress with like, it looks like somebody like when you're a kindergartner and you learn how to like cut paper for the first time. <laughs> Okay, you, tell me it doesn't you, look you, like
1: that. You know what I was gonna say? It looks like you remember, like you would get it at like Chuck E. Cheese or shit. Those Chinese finger traps—you put your fingers Stop. in. The, the top half of it looks like one of those, except the the tan part is just her skin.
0: I want to know who made. Who is the designer? Mon- Mono. <laughs> you guys, I'm so poor. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> um
1: okay moving on she said mo no
0: i don't know google it okay google Google is free
1: google it it's funny this
0: podcast is also free yeah (laughs) i don't owe y'all anything okay (laughs) okay anyway this dress is like very like has cuts out in the front and her midriff is like pretty bare, belly button out, titties exposed almost. Um, if you would wear this to somebody else's wedding, you have to listen to this entire podcast three times. If you would not wear this to somebody's wedding, you have to listen to this podcast only twice.
1: Good one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not being prudes it truly is an absurd dress it's not about the skin showing it's right just like, she it's could such... wear
0: that to paris it's... fashion week nobody yeah. would bat an eye it's just a you wearing that moment. to my wedding yeah, yeah like, it's what like, are uh, you doing oh, look at me yeah
1: no Mm-mm.
0: yeah it's very annoying i'm so sick of her
1: <laughs> wait um... did you see that video i don't know what it's for but people it's like her looking up <laughs> no
0: <it's> like... <laughs> what is that from i don't know somebody was like me watching that mosquito that won't die after i sprayed it with bugs yeah
1: it's like her giving a quizzical look at like a drone as it flies overhead (laughs) i'm like what
0: is this from? i want to say it's probably from some like dramatic perfume ad that's what it's giving but i don't know it's really i love when people take stuff that's supposed to be serious completely out of context and then it just Mm -hmm. looks really stupid
1: One of my favorite instances of that is remember Tati's like apology video last year where she was like crying a lot, (laughs) and people were like cutting clips from that. Like there's a there's one I loved where someone said me when the waiter asked me how much parm I want on my pasta, and that's clip of her going like a lot. so i love when people do that oh my god it's
0: so funny um i'm trying to think of like what else the one thing that's been getting me right now have you seen the clips of like bella hadid i don't know where she was she was abroad and she was like speaking with this absurd accent that was like obviously fake and then people put it next to like a sneaker video that she did and she was like homeboy homeboy's gonna get it
1: (laughs) you know so i don't know if i want to hear that it's
0: so so cringy (laughs) but it's so funny. And someone in the comments was like, I love celebrities because they're just like us, except they get caught.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh
0: God. Okay. Whew, that was great. You guys, this whole pop culture section is literally just an excuse for us to make fun of rich people. Like, come on. It's too easy. It's too easy. Okay. This is the last item I have um, because I know it's been a long day, but this is also some tea. So it's about Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mayer's being brought into the conversation too, because they are both predators. Um, so let's talk about Jake Gyllenhaal first. <laughs> so if you don't know, Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift dated when she was like nineteen or twenty, and he yeah. was in his thirties. <laughs> and even so, today he's forty, and his current girlfriend is twenty-five. <laughs> um, and so. Again, going back to the all too well thing, um, Taylor Swift released like that short film that has Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink. And they're basically playing Taylor and Jake Hall. And it just kind of like details some things from their relationship that correlate to the song. I haven't watched it. If you can't already tell, Me neither. I, I don't care too much, but the tweets are real funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of my favorites is this like really badly edited, like, uh, scene from Thor Ragnarok where Hela's like, you can't defeat me. And then Thor is like, I know, but he can. And he's pointing to Surter destroying Asgard. So it's Jake Gyllenhaal in the spot where Hela is. And he's like, you can't defeat me. And then it's Peter Parker saying, I know, but she can. And then it's Taylor Swift in the back. <laughs> where Surtur- <laughs> I love the crossover here. Apparently there's a scarf involved that Jake Gyllenhaal stole and now we want him to give it back
1: i didn't no i thought she left it at his house or his sister's house and well he's he been didn't return it, it
0: so that's stealing um, i mean
1: I, exes <laughs> don't have to return things when they break up like
0: you are if you're 20 years older than your partner
1: <laughs> i don't know see this is hard for me because i've always liked jake uh, I don't know why I said it like Jake. that. Jake. <laughs> Always been a fan. Always thought he was hot. Always had sexual urges. He doesn't
0: shower. Too.
1: Okay, that was a recent revelation. So I don't know. Like, I understand the... I guess I'm just kind of used to straight men being icky, especially celebrities, because they can, like, have their pick, so to speak. And a lot of male celebrities is, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, have you seen that graph where, like, apparently when his girlfriend's hit 25, he dumps them and then it was... So it happens all the time. So I guess like ah! these revelations, I wasn't like, oh my God. I was just kind of like, okay, well, I know that happens all the time. And it doesn't sound like he's done anything illegal. So I don't quite understand the vitriol against him besides complete Taylor fans being like, oh
0: my God, fuck Jake.
1: But I don't know because well, you you're know gonna those... watch out.
0: they're gonna come for you
1: <laughs> okay but you know uh, I'm gonna drop some real tea right now you know some of those exact fans that are coming for him right now probably simped for him just a couple years ago but just because Taylor released the song they're like
0: burn him at the stake oh. well I saying. don't want to comment because I haven't dug deep enough so I don't know exactly what he did to her Oh, me neither. But None I think the comp- I think the usage of Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink in particular as like the actors in this short film was extremely intentional to show like that difference.
1: Yeah, it is skeevy, don't get me wrong. Especially since apparently she lost her B card to him. Oh,
0: oh yeah, I was gonna say that. And he lied about I which <laughs> he was 30. But apparently he told her he was also a virgin and then obviously lied about that. And she found out, yeah. A complete lie. He had sex with Heath in that tent. Well,
1: (laughs) sorry. I think the the whole
0: issue here is that he like severely emotionally manipulated her and abused her in their relationship. Yeah, I shouldn't be making light of it. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, (laughs) the tweets are really funny though. So if you like Twitter... Look at some of these Jake Gyllenhaal tweets because they're good. And the TikToks, honestly, are pretty good, too.
1: Wait, what did John Mayer do? Is he also? Oh, yeah, we're going to go
0: back to him. He also dated Taylor Swift when she was younger than she was when she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. And he was, again, like way older than her. Hold on. I think the ages are in here. I think she was like 19 when she dated John Mayer and he was 31. Mm -mm -mm. He doesn't make good music, boo boo. I know. So that's a problem. And then at the time she wrote her song, uh, Dear John, in on the album Speak Now, which people are thinking is going to be her next like re-release. But people are saying like, John Mayer better start hiding. But some people are, in my opinion, are taking it way too far. And they've been sending him like death threats on Instagram. Yeah,
1: see, that's too much.
0: And here, I'm going to read you his response to one of them. He actually replied. Um, let me find it first. Hold on. Also,
1: started- you called it a re-release. I thought it was Taylor version.
0: That's a re-release, honey. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Bro, where? Okay, here it is. So some girl was like basically harassing him via Instagram DMs and he responded to her and said, hi, uh, whatever her name is. Oops. It's John. I've been getting so many messages like these the past couple of days. I decided to choose your message at random to reply to. You can feel free to screenshot, share in any way if you like. I'm not upset. I just tend to have a curious mind and feel compelled to ask, do you really hope that I die?
1: (laughs) Wait, that's kind of funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So everyone's like, John Mayer, you better watch out. You're next. If she drops speak now, this is going to be you, blah, blah, blah. So... Just a note to Hollywood men, stop uh, manipulating girls.
1: Yes. And also a note to the fans, you can completely critique someone without sending them death threats.
0: Yeah, this goes for to, everybody. This <laughs> girl literally messaged him and was like, I hope you choke or something. And he responded. So, like, save you just the death threats know.
1: for the alt writers. For your and the white supremacists.
0: Yeah. Save too. it for them. They should. No.
1: Yeah. Like I've said, I hope Trump dies all the time. And I feel like you know what fair. I was
0: just thinking about when he got COVID and like the news literally was like, what's gonna happen if he dies? And everybody was like,
1: Ooh. Oh, girl, I was waiting on <laughs> pins and needles.
0: <sighs> Throwback Thursday. Okay. Uh, that's all I had for pop culture.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get into these media moments then. It's time for the media moment. OK, uh, so I, I'm going first because you went first. I'm with gl- the really glad you week. keep
0: up with these things because I, I do. do not.
1: Yeah, I got to because I made that one flub that one time and I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, about. that hurt my feelings. So, OK, so <laughs> I really tried hard not to do this, but I'm going to do like a stealth double media moment once again. But I, I'm going to make one of them a quick shout out and one of them my actual media moment. So before last night, my media moment was <laughs> going to be Clifford, the big red dog, twenty twenty one.
0: Which is honestly a shock to us all because the trailers look absolutely awful. The tra- Okay,
1: the trailers are awful, but the film, I enjoyed. I cried. There's one scene. If you watch it, you'll know it because my friend Robin also watched it and cried at the exact same scene. There's one scene beginning of the third act, which is sad.
0: Oh.
1: But anyway, it's not perfect. Not all the jokes land, but it's like <laughs> that. It feels like it was made 20 years ago, like the storybook, New York, With all these colors, and it's about like community and love. And you know me, if you take the ET (laughs) formula and put it on literally any fucking thing, I will probably like it. And this is the ET formula of like outsider kid meets outsider creature. They form a bond (gasps) and save the day.
0: Is that why you like Paddington?
1: Paddington, I love for that and other reasons. Mm -hmm. Paddington is just, Paddington is like the apex of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Besides
1: ET itself, of course.
0: Right. the right, Pagan
1: right. also very British. <laughs> it's anyway, the British ET. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Clifford the Big Red Dog, surprisingly enjoyable. I i actually, I think I was texting Nick about this. I think I'm getting less cynical as I get older in terms of media consumption. I think I'm getting less cynical because the Zach, like 18, 19 year old Zach would have been like, what is this trash? This is not cinema, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> they made a film. People. <laughs>
0: there's a good message and
1: it's sweet okay so
0: basically you used to be a film snob and now you just watch movies yeah
1: (laughs) that's what that's what happens when you're a couple years removed from your pretentious film studies program
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um so anyway that's not my actual meeting moment because last night i watched a documentary called homeroom oh Uh, This is one of the best films I've seen this year. It is a documentary um, that premiered at Sundance earlier this year and then Hulu acquired it. And I feel like it was very silently pushed onto Hulu. I actually, the only reason why I heard about this film is because I saw an article in the trades that was talking about the best documentaries of the year, because of course all the critics have access to stuff earlier than we do. So they're starting to make their like end of year lists. And this was on it, and I was like, "What is this? So I watched the trailer. By the way, this shows you how like little people have heard about this or how little people have watched this. The trailer only has 25,000 views on YouTube. Oh. So I feel like people don't know about it, but they should. <laughs> so this documentary homeroom is about probably one of the most tumultuous school years in American history. 2019 mm-hmm. through 2020. Right. And it started out as the filmmakers following these group of students at Oakland High School specifically a couple of students in student government as they're trying to remove the police officers from their school. Oakland mm-hmm. the 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 school district, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the the district as a whole, but they have their own police department. And so the original goal of this documentary was to follow these students as they were trying to dismantle that and convince the school board to remove the officers from the school. Now, of course, Oakland, like this is this is where Oscar Grant was murdered by the BART police. This is where Nia Wilson was stabbed on the BART. Like, like Nia Wilson went to Oakland High School. Yeah. So they're very connected to this tragic history in their community and their relationship with the police. And the filmmakers, of course, had no idea how the year was going to transpire, and all of a sudden. The second half of the documentary is like, oh shit, what is this COVID thing? And you see it become a bigger deal Then the school closes and they continue to follow these students into the summer with the murder of George Floyd and the huge wave of protests that happened afterwards. And I just found it extremely powerful. I actually think you would love it because yeah. I know how much you love youth action And that's basically what this documentary is about. And it's, it's really beautiful. Like it made me really emotional because it reminded me that I should have faith in the future because what these kids are doing is what they, what they're doing and what they have done in this documentary is incredible. Uh, and I just thought it was really inspiring and beautiful.
0: Yeah. I would say young, young people and like Gen Z is like some of the most like well, yeah, probably like the most civically engaged generation that we have, honestly.
1: Yeah. And they do this really interesting thing. They don't overdo it, but they, they include some of their social media posts. Not all of them are like political or based on what what they're trying to achieve, but they'll just put in like random funny TikToks they make with their friends or whatnot. And it serves a purpose because they loop back around to it at the end. Uh, I don't really want to spoil what comes of that, but (laughs) I just thought it was very well done. Definitely one of my favorites of the year.
0: Wow. No, I would definitely be interested in watching that. And it's interesting because um, I had my first meeting with my mentee on Sunday Mm -hmm. for our mentorship program. And we decided that we're going to spend like her semester, like I'm going to be like teaching her on like um, organizing on campus because she's very passionate about like making her campus a little bit more accessible because apparently the pop, like a large portion of the student population at her school is deaf, but not, it's not a requirement for faculty and staff to know ASL. So she wants to change that. And I was like, well, I work in like youth activism and youth organizing. I can provide you with resources. Like let's spend the school year like learning about campus organizing. So maybe we will watch that together.
1: You should, yeah. No, and they also touch on particularly how like during the board meetings, there are predominantly white movements that would come into those spaces and and they believe in the same things but they suck all of the air out of the room uh so i i just thought that was interesting it's just a great film i think you should watch it
0: it's like an hour and a half
1: it's not that long
0: yeah okay i would love to add that to my list
1: Mm -hmm. So those are my the cool. moments.
0: I'm actually, I'm going to write this down because I'm going to tell my coworkers about this movie.
1: Yes, you should. Be prepared to cry. Oh my gosh.
0: Remember <laughs> when I cried when we were watching Step?
1: Uh, okay, it kind of has like big Step it's, energy. It's a
0: tearjerker, okay? Yeah. I cry over documentaries, get over it. Oh yeah, because it's real. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm wow okay well now my media moment's gonna seem lame as fuck
1: okay no it's not (laughs) even though people have been calling it old navy music
0: uh okay no okay actually though (laughs) hold on i'm gonna get like super hype about this so my media moment for this week is the new album an evening with silk sonic because holy shit oh have you listened to it all of it No, i
1: have not i'm sorry you should it's only nine tracks right (laughs)
0: hmm it's less it's like a half hour total oh. mm-hmm. it's very short it's borderline and ep but <laughs> it's still I, I, at first i was mad that they only gave us nine tracks but now i'm like if this were all the music i were to get from them i'm okay with that it's really oh, fucking good and i'm gonna say this i'm oh. gonna say two things one i'm gonna say this is one of the best r&b albums that we've gotten not just this year, but probably in the last like five, ten.
1: Oh, Justin Bieber is quaking.
0: <laughs> <R&B> king. R and B king. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> He's choking you. He's like, if He's you don't like, say,
0: bitch, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What's the second so, thing? Oh, the second thing. Yeah. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna prediction based on oh, this album. Shit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. By the time Bruno Mars is like, well, hold on. Actually, let me hold on. Hold
1: on. Not the typing sound effects.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not like Dead ass typing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say by the time Bruno Mars is in like maybe his late 60s, he will be awarded with a lifetime achievement award from the recording academy. Not because of this album, but this album like sealed the deal. Oh, shit. Bruno Mars is a legend. A legend walking in our time, okay? Like, think about all the other things that he's done, all the other, like, like, think about just, like, some of the most iconic songs and, like, iconic records that have just made their appearances throughout the last, like, 21 years. And think about how many of those are from Bruno Mars and how long their, like, eras have spanned. And then this album happening, like, come on, he's a legend.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. I have a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. So does he, pro- he provides the vocals for all the tracks? Cause I thought Anderson and Pac also sang.
0: Yeah. It's both of them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Which makes then it even better. Who's Silk Sonic?
0: That's like their name together.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And I will say the vibe is very it's like a definitely like a throwback R&B, but I think that's really good for R&B because a lot of people have been. Well, yeah, I'm going to say I think it's good for R&B, although I think we should still acknowledge like modern R&B, like Summer Walker's album is incredible. One of one of the best R&B albums that we've gotten this year, too. We're not going to acknowledge Drake, but uh. Summer Walker's album was is really good. Um, but this is like a throwback R&B. Like it's very like, as you've probably heard from like the singles, it's very like R&B from like the seventies.
1: Is it like treasure? Cause that song slaps. <laughs> what? That's a Bruno Mars song.
0: I know. I just think it's funny that you brought that up. I think, yes, a little bit, but this is, I feel like this is even still more like really like chipping away at that, like old school R&B. You know what? If it's if it's like half an hour, I'll
1: put it on while I shower tomorrow.
0: It's super short. I've been li- and it's funny because I've been listening to it on loop and I don't even realize when I've gone through it until oh. I'm like, didn't I just hear this? And then I'm like, oh, I went through the whole thing again.
1: <laughs> so what do you have to say about these allegations of it of at least one of the songs sounding quote unquote old navy ish? Do we think that's an I think, easy gas? I, I
0: think I think I don't even think that's that's a that's a diss. If anything. <laughs> that's a compliment oh really it's not a compliment well i don't know no hate it's meant to be an insult i mean it's it's a little goofy i think i think if anything we need to look deeper into old navy's strategy when it comes to picking (laughs) music for their commercials
1: people also said that kiss me more was an old navy song and i was like eh
0: you're talking about the song where SZA goes, me," like that's going to be Old Navy, really?
1: Well, I don't know if they would put that part in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the song in question is like one of the more like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, like upbeat songs compared to some of the other ones that are like super soulful.
1: Sorry. I just love that in those like three seconds of silence, let it be known that you were just shaking your shoulders back and forth while your brain was trying to catch up. I was trying
0: to, yeah, like act out what I was trying to say. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you think it's your album of the year?
0: Oh, 100%.
1: It's interesting because it will not show up on your Spotify wrapped for this year. It's too late.
0: I don't know if I listen a lot.
1: (laughs) No, apparently the Spotify wrapped cutoff is November 1st. That's sad. Which is weird. They're cutting two months out of the year. I know. Anyway.
0: (sighs) That's interesting though. Cause a while back when like a star is born came out, I had a lot of friends who like because that came out like towards the end of the year, but I had a lot of friends who had like Lady Gaga at like the top of their Spotify wrapped because of that album. Oh. Okay. So oh, never mind. What? I thought my mom just sent me a TikTok and she actually sent me um a a, a tweet that I thought it was a TikTok. I was about to be like, Mom. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad you love
1: the album and I will give it a listen in the coming I'm gonna days. I'm going to
0: play it like right when we hang up. Like I've oh. been listening to it now. Oh, you are? Okay. That's no, really good.
1: You're wearing headphones because you're actually listening to it. As I'm
0: you. actually listening to it right now. If I had to pick okay. my top three songs, <laughs> you didn't ask for this, but I'm going to tell you. Anyway. <laughs> um, my top three from the album are um, After Last Night is Hands Down, number one. Um, number two is Put On A Smile. Okay. And number three is Smoking Out the Window. Okay.
1: There's if you
0: don't listen to anything else from that album, listen to those three songs.
1: Okay. I, I will try and listen to the whole thing because you love it so much.
0: It's really good.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch Homeroom, I could definitely listen to An Evening with Silk Sonic. That's good. And I <laughs> the
0: sad part is, though, this is probably not going to make like a number one debut on the charts next week because of the Taylor Swift
1: competition
0: I just feel like the Swifties are too powerful
1: the white people too powerful
0: yeah oh the white people <laughs> <laughs> the chalk children the flower people
1: oh my gosh wait so do you think do, <laughs> do you think you're gonna be talking about Adele's album for next week's media moment because I certainly won't that's not a shady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i certainly won't
1: i'm just not an Adele um, gal. i'm
0: gonna listen to it we'll see i don't know we'll i've see. kind of moved away from being a ballad person <laughs> i think in like college i was a big ballad gal mm-hmm. now i'm definitely more like slow jams r and i see so we'll see i don't know We we'll go through waves as 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 people
1: See, I'm in my, as Nick puts it, metal banging against metal, hyper pop era, (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about that story?
0: Metal banging against metal.
1: (laughs) When we started dating, I told him that I really like Charlie XCX. Like I kind of started getting into her early last year. Uh, And when Good Ones came out, her single in like early September, I played it for the first time when I was in the car with him. And I was like, what did you think? And he said, well, it wasn't metal banging against metal, so I kind of liked
0: it. And I was like, okay. Wait, what song is he referring to that is metal he, it banging It was just a metal.
1: generalization of like Charlie's sound, but oh. it's a big generalization. I would say like people like Ali X <laughs> and Sophie are more like metal gang- banging against metal than she is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we've been talking a lot. Maybe we should bring this to a close. <laughs> we should
0: uh, shh. <laughs> yeah it's been an hour and 16 minutes
1: oh my god yeah let's stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah let's
1: okay well talk to you next week we're actually recording on monday next week because of the holiday so if we miss anything that transpires on tuesday that's why
0: yeah too late
1: yeah. And we're going to have to
0: record on Monday, the week after that.
1: So, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, switching it up. But anyway, uh have a good night. A- oh, see, now I see what you mean. That cut out because it was too high pitched,
0: oh like my God, screaming from previous
1: episodes. Yeah. Go a little bit lower with it. Do a little lower.
0: Have a good night.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>